Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. This is day number 671, uh, 72, 672. And today I want to share a little bit of a story about myself and how it has helped transform me uh, into who I am right now. And the, the theme of today is about being grateful. And if you go back uh, through all these podcasts and do a search, you'll see that I've done a number of them over time, whether they've either just been called grace or being grateful, um, because from time to time, I think we forget how lucky we actually are. And when you start to change your mindset around being grateful for things around you, you notice how your whole world kind of changes. So um, I'm gonna take you back in time uh, for the purpose of this illustration and I'm going to say it's around eight years or so ago and it was around the time uh, when I uh, made the decision to uh, get divorced in my uh, relationship, uh, my marriage and uh, that whole process, anyone that's gone through it before will understand how traumatic that can be even though you're the person that is making the decision. Now, by way of some background, uh, it wasn't a destructive relationship at all. There was no, um, we, we got on extremely well together. It's just that uh, we're financially we were very strong together. We had two beautiful girls together. Uh, we were living in a dream house, dream property, the dream lifestyle, that kind of stuff. But um, it just wasn't, it wasn't getting me the things that I wanted to to achieve out of a relationship and it wasn't like I just gave up just like that it was like a, a long period of time for for working on it. I'm talking like six and a half years of working on it to try and get to a better outcome and just wasn't able to we're in the relationship for 20 years so then when you when you end a relationship it's a lot of emotion obviously comes with that but then for me, it was going uh, into a situation where I'd be back to a single income. I would have to dramatically step things up for myself in the business because there was no longer that, that comfort zone of that second wage. We lived a very comfortable life and we saved very, very well. And because of those circumstances, we were able to uh, go our, our separate ways and I you know be financially still very well set up and so I uh, in in doing that I had to um, well I guess there's everything that's associated with dividing up assets there's uh, which was all amicable there was no issues at all uh, but then there's cleaning up the property we lived on an acreage and I ended up having to do the majority of that uh, and that was, a, that was a huge job and just the emotional toll of then trying to find somewhere where I was going to live and whether it was building, renting, I tried to do it quickly so find a house that was established and after many failed attempts with contracts falling over and all that kind of stuff, um, the bank refusing to give me one cent in money because I was self-employed and I didn't have enough financial data to uh, demonstrate to them. Uh, that uh, I was going to be able to service the debt and all that kind of stuff. And uh, it was a really, really tough time. And it's a, then you've got the kids involved as well and managing their emotions and uh, 
and everything. So it was the, the, difficult, the most difficult time I've ever gone through in my life. Really hard on every level, uh, financial, emotionally, uh, with the kids, with the, uh, you know, my ex-partner. And uh, then in all of that, having to grow a business, find a new location, etc., etc. Now, in hindsight, uh, I grew so much out of that experience. And if I hadn't gone through that experience, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I was very fortunate because of my mindset that I didn't allow it to take control of me and I controlled it. Doesn't mean there weren't some really bad days. Of course there were, where you question everything. Uh, but because of my mindset to, I'm going to make this work no matter what, uh, that I made it work. And my financial results actually didn't, uh, didn't really drop too much from that period of time before I got my studio again. In fact, I picked up some new clients and uh, I, was, I was really quite surprised because I thought that there was a risk that I could lose everybody uh, because no one wants to come and train. I wouldn't be able to find a facility all that kind of thing. But I managed to be able to uh, find a solution to that. And uh, it worked uh, really well. Now, what this process taught me was that I was then in this different place. And I was like, well, now I, I had to grow my business in a way that I never really wanted to. And I know that sounds weird, but I guess in making the decision to have a separate career, my mindset was this, and it was a, it was a joint decision, uh, that we both worked a, a very busy corporate lifestyle for a long time, and we, wanted to, we got to the stage where uh, we were, our, our wealth pathway was very, very strong, and we thought, well, what's the use in us retiring and having $12 million if we, because that was our trajectory, if we're going to be grinding ourselves to the ground. So what we thought was, let's wind back our careers and spend more time together, do those things and do more of the things that we really wanted to. Um, so it was a case of, we both wound back our hours, I was going to run the business, but do it in a way that still allowed us to serve the family and probably earning, uh, Look, we were probably basing it on me earning around $50,000 a year uh, for the business. And just, a, just enough because we could, uh, you know, certainly get by uh, off um, uh, Angela's income. And with mine combined, it was still going to make us a, a really, the household income really high. So that was the plan. So, of course, when things didn't work out that way, I was, like, full disclosure, I was resentful for quite some time probably years really if I'm, I'm completely honest resentful towards um, Angela because of things not working and the fact that now I needed to work harder than I've ever worked before in my life and it was not something that I wanted to do that's the that's the short answer to it but of course is that really me bringing forward the best version of me and we, I know you don't need to even answer that because the answer is obvious. So what I realized after a few years was why am I not where 
I want to be. Why have you changed career and you're still not at the income level, the success level that you want to be? You're getting coaching, you're doing all these great things, but you're not where you want to be. And I wasn't uh, you know, that happy in terms of you know, life and, and stuff. I, I wasn't depressed. I just wasn't where I thought I was capable of being. And I made the decision upon leaving the relationship that I was never going to go without. I was never going to be second guessing. I was never going to be in that position where I said, I'm not going to do what's required to get the outcomes. Uh, So that's when I went through a process of finding who's the best person in the world that helping me do all this to help me, uh, you know, become more passionate, to get more out of life, become more driven. And that's how I found Tony Robbins. Uh, Now, I don't do a lot of work with Tony now, mainly because I've conditioned myself with the, you know, the principles and all that kind of stuff so that, um, you know, it's just a part of who I am in daily practice now. Morning. And, uh, but what I, where I started was I'm going through one of his programs. Well, actually, firstly, I just started listening to some of his stuff on YouTube. Then I got um, an extract of Unleash the Power Within, his CDs on that, um, which is, is really quite cool. It gives you an insight as to what happens at Unleash the Power Within. And I also got um, one of his other, I think it's called Live with Passion. I thought, wow, actually, that really resonates with me, live with passion. I want to live with more passion. Uh, because I'm, uh, um, like I'm, a, I'm very passionate about what it is that I do, but I guess there's different ways of expressing passion, aren't there? I've always been a conservative sort of uh, dude, um, so I'm not the, yeah, 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 jump around type passionate sort of person. I can be, uh, but that requires a lot of effort for me to step out into that that space. Um, like I'm a very passionate person in expressing to people uh, what I do and um, you know, getting involved with making a change for them. I mean, that, to me, that's really exciting. And it comes within you, you know. It's, um, it sends goose, goosebumps up your, up your back because it's that exciting. Um, uh, but I found that I, I just wasn't in that place where I felt so, so passionate and driven that I was unstoppable. So that's when I started to do all these programs with Tony. And then where the, the rubber probably hit the road for me was he was talking about the six human needs and um, growth and contribution being the, the last two. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, you can either just Google Tony and type in six human needs and you'll, you'll get... Uh, you get all what he's talking about. But basically, we will, as humans, we will find a way, whether it's empowering or disempowering, a way to meet the first four. But where you get the juice in life and the passion and the excitement in life and that real, you know, uh, that sense of satisfaction in life is the last two. And that is there to do with uh, growth and to do with contribution. And most people don't do those things. Now, in the journey of learning about those things, I also learned from Tony about the art of being grateful. They're my words, not his, but how can you be more grateful in what it is that you do? And 
I, when I first heard that, I thought, well, what does that, what does that actually mean? And what does that mean to me? And I thought, well, I can be grateful for, you know, some things. But it wasn't until I, I listened to him talk about this over and over and over and go through the daily practices. So this was out of the program, I think it was the, either the Ultimate Edge or Personal Power, Personal Power 2, great program if you want to do something serious with him. Uh, it's not that expensive. You can just get it on your phone too. I've got a hard copy, but you can get it on your phone. Um, it's when you go through those exercises, and I would do it every day. You do it as part of your hour of power. And it doesn't have to be an hour. Uh, the gratefulness part can take three minutes. But it was taking time out of your day every day, and he used to do it in the, and suggest to do it in the morning, where you take that time and maybe you've got some music playing in the background and you're listening to that, but you're thinking about what it is that you're grateful for. Now, I've done this exercise with clients before on retreats, and it's really interesting to see how people live their life and what they're, they're grateful for. And I remember this one uh, lady, I said, uh, you know, we, were, we spent a few minutes, I, we were doing a, an exercise, and I said, I want you to write down yeah, everything that you're grateful for. And she's not doing anything. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she said, I can't think of anything. I said, you can't think of one thing in your life that you're grateful for. And she said, no. And I mean, that's dumbfounding, isn't it? But maybe you're in that situation too. But before I tell you some of the things that I'm grateful for, I want you to think about why is this exercise important? Because I like go back many years and before, if I didn't know the benefits after having gone through the exercises, I wouldn't say this, but um, I would think that it was all airy-fairy type stuff, wishy-washy, it's not going to have any impact, yeah, grateful, be grateful, yeah, blah, 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 whatever you say. But having done it and redone it and redone it and redone it and then conditioned myself to do it every day for like 60 days, then actually probably longer, it was probably the 90 days, I saw that it opened up another part of me. And what do I mean by that? Well, whether you say it's soul or spirit or, or whatever, it's just a, a side of me that I wasn't really in tune with because I was always focused on what's that next thing to do? What's that next thing to do? And if you live your life like that, you tend not to observe all the things going on around you and you can take what's going on around you for granted and before you know it you're dead like time goes by so quickly when you think about the time that you could be spending with your children and you're not really grateful for that you just see it as being an annoyance and you just want to get back to doing what it is that you're doing but let's face it the majority of us aren't doing anything that's empowering so um, it really doesn't mean uh, too much so uh, when I did this for myself, I, I just realized that, wow, this, this is really opening up something else in me. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more emotionally in tune with who I am and more importantly, who I wanted to be because that is so, so important. Not just identifying um, who you are, but identifying who you want to be. Because if you know 
if you have a clear target of what you want to be like, then that makes everything else a lot clearer. So let me use an example here. If you are single, like I'm single, if you are single and you really want to, um, you know, you think about your ideal partner, this is another exercise uh, that, that we could do, but if you think about what does your ideal partner look like, sound like, smell like, taste like, all of those things, um, what are the, the inner qualities that you want to see? What are the outer qualities that you want to see? The inner ones are more important. But what are those things that are really important for you that you want in a partner? And then uh, you identify all those things and you say, okay, well, let's just say that you want a... Uh, I'm, I'm going to use a, an example here that um, doesn't necessarily mean it's the right one for you but um, it's probably easy to, to visualize it, that you can relate this to any aspect of a relationship. But let's just say that you are currently overweight and you're really tired and you're not that happy in life, but your ideal partner is somebody that's super slim and sexy, they're energized, they've got the, you know, their world's on fire, they know exactly what it is that they want, and that's the partner that you want. Now, if you just stop for a second, realistically, do you think that somebody that satisfies your criteria is going to be attracted to you? And the reality is, no, uh, they're not. Because somebody that's like that is looking for someone else that is also like that. They're not looking for somebody that they can go to and then help prop them up so that maybe they'll get to where they are. Now that may happen in some cases, but the, the reality is it's not going to be the majority of cases. So how do you attract that person into your life? You need to be that person. You need to be expressing all those things that you want to attract into your life. You can't expect to attract energy in your life if you're not energetic. You can't expect to attract somebody that has you know, a supreme body, for instance, and level of health, if you don't have that level of health, because it just, it doesn't match up. Uh, so I realized that, do you know what, if, if I wanted to be um, a more passionate person, or if I wanted to attract that more passionate person into my life, or um, attract these things into my business, or attract these types of clients, then I needed to be that person. I needed to become more passionate. So I started to attract, or attach, sorry, the, the passionate side of what I wanted to all these areas of my life. It was like I wanted to be a more passionate dad. I wanted to be more passionate in my workouts. I wanted to be more passionate about life. I wanted to be more passionate. Uh, if I had a partner again, uh, I wanted to be passionate in terms of uh, how I coached my clients, how I coached each session, what I did between sessions, all of that kind of stuff so that my level of love for life just went through the roof. And rather than just attach it to one thing, I said, you know what, I want to attach this level of passion to every area of my life, every area. And when I did that, that's when the daily practices started to be more consistent and I saw the purpose for them. Now, part of that was about being grateful. And 
um, when I found that I was more grateful for those things that I had in my life rather than just walking past them or not acknowledging them, actually saying, yeah, I'm really grateful for that. It just opened up this other part of me that then made me more passionate in these other areas. It's like the two were connected for me. And so that made me realize that, well, I've just got to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And that's when life started to change. It was an amazing process to go through. So this is why I teach my kids about, we probably don't do it regularly enough, but to talk about what are the things that we're grateful for. And it's very easy to see all the things that you may not be grateful for right now. Uh, but there are so many things that you absolutely can and should be grateful for at the same time. So let me tell you some of the things just to plan some things in your mind as to where you could be grateful. And again, at the end of this, I want you to think, okay, what is the best time of the day for me to be doing this? What's the best time for me to be spending three minutes thinking about who am I grateful for in my life? What am I grateful for in my life? And so that you can set yourself up for success. My suggestion is uh, do it sometime in the morning, uh, close to getting up and there's no distractions and everything. Maybe you're going for a walk like I am right now and just thinking about, okay, what are all those things that I'm grateful for in my life? So for me, if we go back to that example of that lady that uh, said uh, she wasn't grateful for anything. And I said, really? You can't think of one thing that you're grateful for. I said, what about uh, your body? I said, your body was given to you. You didn't have to pay any money for it. You didn't have to do anything. It was just given to you. You've got your heart. Your heart is something that keeps you alive. It pumps something like 100,000 litres uh, of blood through your body uh, every, I don't know, minute or something. It's a huge volume. And it works super, super hard. And all the organs that you have in your body, they keep you functioning and uh, being able to do the things that you do. You don't have to do anything to even think about, okay, heart, come on, keep going. Breathing, you don't have to think about about breathing. Your system just allows you to keep doing those things. You don't even have to think about it. You can be grateful for those things. You can be grateful for the fact that uh, you live in a country where we don't get up each day and wonder if we're going to live or not because our houses might be bombed. Um, You have a job. You have a really good paying job. You can be grateful for what it is that your employer does. Yeah, I hear a lot of complaints about uh, people's jobs, but you work for uh, perhaps a big organisation that you didn't have to set up. You didn't have to create your job. Somebody else created the job and then gave you the job based on your skill level and you could be grateful for that and grateful for the fact that you don't have to go out and, I don't know, busk for money or beg for money or beg for food. You can be grateful for the fact that we have supermarkets that bring all the food to you and all you have to do is travel to the supermarket. You can be grateful for the technology and the fact that you don't even have to leave home and you can place an order and your groceries will be delivered. You can be grateful for right now the fact that you've got your kids at home and the fact that you're connecting with them more and that these are things that I'm, I'm grateful for right now. Spending those, those times with the kids, spending more time with them. Grateful for the fact that the weather is really nice right now and you can get outside 
and you can be walking, even if it's raining. You can be grateful for the fact that you can get outside and you can exercise safely. Uh, you can be grateful for the fact that you've got a computer. And you didn't have to create that computer. You didn't have to think about all the circuit boards and stick all the components together so that you can do what you do now and um, create Wi-Fi and create the internet and do all these things. These were all things that were created for you. You can be grateful for those. And maybe you're reading a book right now. You can be grateful for the fact that somebody has spent probably 10 plus years of their life creating this piece of work for you that uh, you, I've just picked it up to read it, um, and you, you haven't had to go out and do all the research for that. You can be grateful for watching a movie. You didn't have to go out and create all the special effects and spend the hundreds of millions of dollars or whatever it costs to make the movie. Someone else has done all that and you're just clicking a button and watching it. Um, there is so much. There is so much to be grateful for if you look for it. The trouble was, I never used to look for it. And now when you do, you can find happiness and be grateful for a smile. Okay, you can look at somebody and see a smile and you know what, I'm really grateful for that. That's really helped make my day. Or you do something where you make someone else's day. Like I look at this, I'm just about to walk through a park, I'm getting close to home. I'm just about to walk through this park. Now this is a park where now I'm doing my uh, my training sessions because I have to be outdoors. I'm really grateful for the fact that this is just down the road from my house. Like it's a less than probably 100 metres from my home. I'm grateful for the fact that the council come and maintain it. I'm grateful for the fact that it's a, a beautiful, quiet park and it enables me to do what I'm, I'm doing. Um, uh, I'm grateful for the fact that it, it provides an open space between houses so we don't feel, you know, so closed in. There's just so much... What's wrong is always available, but so is what's right. Here's the challenge for you today. Be grateful and put this exercise into your daily practice and condition yourself over the next 90 days. Because if you do something for 90 days, then it starts to become a habit. Not just for three weeks, for 21 days, but you do this for 90 days and you watch how things start to change for you. It's a really, really exciting thing. If you can get more passion and more energy, that was the other thing about energy. The passion, the energy from life, from doing the things that you want to be doing, this comes from within you, then that's really exciting. Obviously, the energy part of um, you know, being healthy and fit and strong and everything, that side of it to get energy is one part, but then there's another part of your energy that comes from within you, and that that's a really exciting part that you are in control of and it can change just like that just like that all that's stopping you is you great exercise to do have fun with it because your life's about to change i'll see you tomorrow well hi everybody and welcome to rob evans 365 it's day number 673 and it's a Sunday night and I wanted to tell you about my weekend and how oh well I guess it's been it's been super busy for me and I want to tell you a couple of things that happened to me uh, this weekend that I really didn't want to do um, but knowing that I had to do them 
because if I want to achieve what I want to achieve, then sometimes you've got to do the things that you don't want to do. And so it started on, on Saturday. I had a really busy morning, uh, up early as, as normal, serving clients. And uh, you know there was a time when I didn't work on a, on a Saturday morning. I would do my, my group session on a Saturday, but that was it. I wouldn't take any other clients. But now, you know, it's been getting busier and busier and people trying to be more flexible for people and uh, being open on Saturday. I try and finish up in, until about lunchtime. Um, but, um, so I did that as normal, but then I am also going through a process of organising interviews with people, uh, webinars, that kind of stuff, so that I can uh, you know, just connect with more people. Uh, around different topics and we've been specifically talking about um, being motivated in isolation because that's what our our, um, our next isogenics campaign kicks off tomorrow and that's what it's called motivation in isolation and I thought you know what there are so many people that are really struggling at the moment with their health and fitness and uh, yet there are some people like myself that have never been more focused or energized right now. So let's connect with uh, some key leaders that I know in health and fitness and, and just in, in coaching in general and to get their perspectives on what people can be doing now to help them and help stay motivated. So I had a couple of calls uh, on, on Saturday and then also, I haven't loaded any of them yet, so you'll see them in the coming coming week. And I also did a call with uh, Elizabeth, my trainer Elizabeth, who I haven't actually seen for uh, a month now uh, because she's also a nurse and uh, we determined that it was probably best for her to spend her time in, the, in hospitals and everything, helping her colleagues uh, who are under the, the pump a lot at the moment and uh, rather than uh, working with me. So that's what she's doing. So we just had a, a call about what she's been doing, the testing of the virus and how she's been exposed to it, but she doesn't have it. And um, just those, those things. So that was quite interesting. So I didn't finish that call till uh, it was around probably 5 p.m. by the time I finished. Now I've worked the whole day up until five. And then I thought, you know what, I need to, so I had the kids this weekend. So I wanted to do a few domestic things, cut the grass and um, you know, then do a bunch of cooking because the freezer was looking a little bit empty. And I just didn't have it in me. I was just tired. And I thought, do you know what? I find personally, if I'm going to get on that you know, cooking thing, then I've really, really got to be in the mood. And I absolutely was not in the mood. I was just tired. I said to the kids, oh, I'm just gonna do it tomorrow, being today. And um, yeah, that's what I did. Uh, we watched a, a bit of a movie, I can't remember what it was now, uh, that we watched and um, had a few laughs. And uh, then I was in bed by probably, well, I think it was around 9.45, 10 p.m. And I didn't get out of bed. I had to get up a couple of times to go to the loops. So I drink so much water, but um, I didn't get out of bed till around 8 a.m. Now that's about four hours more sleep than I normally get. Uh, so I did enjoy that. And 
Uh, normally though I get up early uh, so that I can get a few hours working before the kids get up, but that didn't happen today. So I've, uh, up to this point, spent no time at my desk doing any work today, which is a, a first, which has meant that I've spent more time connecting with the kids, which is good. And uh, you know, I've got to make sure that I keep that, that balance in there when I've, I've got uh, more time with them. And so that was nice. And then uh, Emily, she didn't get up till later. So Livy and I, uh, we cooked up uh, a storm in the kitchen. Uh, we made up, let me count, there would have been, I think we made nine serves of that. We made, uh, I think seven, 14, what's that? That's 23, 23 serves. We made 30, 36, 37 serves of different meals. Oh, plus made up a, a huge batch of vegetables, about three kilos of, of vegetables. So we were cooking for hours. Uh, which was quite was quite fun, uh, but just got to make sure that I'm prepared for the week ahead. And I I really didn't want to do it. Like I thought, I know I have to do it, but I really didn't want to. And I thought, man, if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? So I was just feeling tired and a little bit lazy, to be honest. And I I I just didn't want to do those things. And the other thing that I didn't want to do is my uh, my intense hit cardio session. Uh, today I thought I'll get up and do it first thing but I got up and uh, because I got up later I was planning to get up earlier to do it uh, but I thought I'll just let my body clock do what it's going to do and then so I got up and uh, I thought oh, I feel a little bit hungry to be doing it now so I have my breakfast and I didn't want to do it straight after breakfast I thought why don't we do a bit of cooking first and before you know it it's, it's three o'clock and we needed to go um, get a couple of things from the supermarket, get some salad. And uh, yeah, that, by that time I was like, man, I really don't want to do it. But um, I, did, I did do it and it was a great session. It was a, it was a really good session. And so I'm in, the, in between meals at the moment. Uh, but it's just been one of those, one of those weekends where I, there's this... I just haven't felt like doing all the things that I've needed to do. And I haven't altered from my plan one bit. Uh, now I do have scheduled uh, an ab session, which is normally well and truly done by now. Um, the question is whether I, I still have it in me to do it tonight. Um, uh, when I, as soon as I finish this, I've got to jump onto a, a Zoom meeting um, I'm hoping that only goes for 30 minutes, but um, and then I was going to watch a, a movie with the kids. Uh, they're picking one as we speak uh, to watch. So um, I, my plan is to do it uh, while I'm watching the movie, but uh, we'll see. I'm feeling really, really tired. I think the I'm under a lot of pressure with the the stuff with with work and uh, what's coming. Uh, what's coming up quickly uh, for me. I, I do like to make sure I spend some time on the weekend being away from the things that I normally do. So away from the social media and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, I actually did a, a podcast recording yesterday for Anzac Day, uh, but uh, I, I didn't post it and I, I'm not gonna post it now. 
uh, because the the event is past. Uh, but I just I just didn't feel like um, posting it. I did it. I just didn't feel like posting it. And today, I mean, we're late here today. I wanted to uh, get this done much earlier, uh, but. Uh, one thing has led to the other and before you know it we're into the early evening and it all starts again tomorrow at 4 20. Uh, so yeah i look i had some really good connecting uh, calls yesterday though uh, really powerful ones um, some really surprising conversations that i had with people as well that weren't recorded um, we recorded the uh, each of the relevant content but um, both pre and post uh, recordings, um, you know, some of the things that we talked about, it's like, wow, it just really opened my eyes up to, to certain things uh, that I was not aware of. And it's like, wow, that's completely changed my perception on, on certain things and certain, certain aspects. So, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting, disappointing and interesting. Uh, so, yeah, so here I am tonight, Sunday night, um, looking forward to the week ahead. It's a big week. Uh, the, so what tomorrow will be the 27th. We're launching the new, new campaign, Motivation in Isolation. Uh, my new website also kicks off. Uh, it should be kicking off on the 29th. Uh, but I checked in on it uh, just yesterday. And they're... they're they're trailing a lot behind, so I can't see them meeting the deadline unless they do something dramatic. Uh, but we'll chase up more on that tomorrow. And tonight, really, I just want to kind of switch off a little bit. But I've, I've got this meeting in 18 minutes' time, and uh, so I've got to switch on for that, and then um, just switch off for a bit and spend some time with my girls and uh, relax a little bit. So, you know, even though as focused as I am, I have, I have times where I just don't want to do stuff. Um, probably the one that I don't want to do first is probably the, the stuff on social media. It's like, I just need a break from it. You need to be able to switch your brain off from this stuff from time to time. And, uh, you know, the there's so much pressure to be posting like multiple times a day, three, four, six, seven times a day that I, I think, do you know what, I, I'm just not interested in, in doing that. People don't care about what I'm doing that much to, to want to know what I'm doing every moment of every day. But the, that's the way, that the, the way that the world works now, that there's so much content out there if you're not continuously posting, uh, people don't um, pick up on it. Um, yeah, so I've got to have a look at my model on that. I'd love to be able to just post once a day and be done with it, uh, but it doesn't quite work like that. Uh, and yeah, when it comes to the, like even the food preparation, my workouts and, and everything, I think because I was behind yesterday, that is what has caused me to be out uh, today as well. So if I think out loud now and reflect on this, there's a couple of things that I can see that happened yesterday that's caused me to be where I am today. And that is I scheduled an interview uh, too late in the day uh, because it pretty much meant that I was working all the way through uh, Saturday. Even though I, had a couple, you know, I was sort of in and out doing a couple of things, but I was pretty much working all of Saturday. And then by the time it got to Saturday night, I was really, really tired. 
And normally I would have that energy to do those extra things, the extra cooking and so forth. Uh, but I just didn't have it in me to be able to do it. And of course that's then carried over into Sunday because I'm, I'm behind because I normally would have done a bunch of that cooking on Saturday. And uh, that's put me behind. But I've done what I've said I was going to do. Obviously I don't have the proof that I've done the, um, my ab workout yet. Um, but I'll tell you that I'm going to do it. And so that means I'll do it. As tired as I might be, I'll still do it. Uh, but I did the food preparation because it's so important to me succeeding during the week. Because if I haven't done it, I will fall over because the meals aren't there and I don't really have the time to be making them through the week. And so that's why I spend the time on the weekend to do it, to make it my weeks flow so much better. So even though I didn't want to do it, it came back to, hang on a second, I came back to, what's my big goal here at the end of the year? And it's like, okay, I can't say, all right, look, I'll just take a few weeks off and then I'll pick up again. It's like, no, if I want to get to be more successful in my body than I've ever been before, then I can't stop. I have to keep pushing forward. I have to stay focused on what my goal is. Now, I haven't had, um, in the last seven weeks, I haven't had one, one cheat meal. What I'm doing is like, I love my protein bars and I've even cut those back um, just so that I can see what the impact on my body is because uh, my coach says you should treat those as a, as, a, as a treat because you know the older you get you need to be taking up the protein from the you know the whole foods as opposed to uh, you know supplement because even though the, the protein bar is a food it's got uh, effectively whey protein in it so he wants me to take up the, the protein from you know, like whether it be fish, pork, chicken, beef, whatever, uh, lean sources of um, really high quality uh, protein. Um, so that's what, uh, that's what I've been doing. Um, um, I, I have to just keep coming back to what am I focusing on? What, what am I doing this for? Because it's really easy to just fall off the wagon, if you like, and fall back into some old habits where you're not worried about uh, the portion size that you're having, you're not eating enough vegetables, you're not eating enough protein, you're eating the wrong types of, types of fats, you're not eating frequently enough. All of those things, the nutrient timing is just so, so critical. And I haven't faltered in the last uh, seven, eight weeks that I've been, I think it's seven weeks now that I've been uh, being a coach by, maybe it's six, it's the first couple uh, um, I'm up to a week, I think it's a week seven next week or week, no, I think it's week seven this week, but it's week eight uh, next week. But the first two weeks, I effectively started week three. So what that would make it six weeks. Yeah, so I, we just took some photos before and I was comparing those. And yeah, look, I mean, you can see that there's changed from when I took them about a month ago. Um, but there's, there's more to be done, a lot more to be done.
to be honest, I wasn't really that happy with the, the photo. I, I was hoping for uh, more change that I, you could see in the photo than you could see. But still, some change is some change. And um, I guess in another probably six weeks, I'll go back and have another DEXA scan and see have I dropped a little bit lower. The, um, the guy that did the scan, he said, look, six pack is really 11% in your, in your abs. Um, he said, that's when you can see the six pack at 11%. Uh, uh, no, uh, hang on, is that right? I might, actually, I might have that wrong because I'm, now I'm getting mixed up. So I think he said I was, uh, I was 11%, my overall body fat was 14, but my abs, he said, were 11. I might be getting this wrong. Um, I th maybe, maybe he said 11% was um, six pack um, type material. Uh, so that means dropping, dropping three. And obviously I haven't done that because I don't have that, that full uh, six pack yet. It's probably the five or four. Uh, going on there. So I keep focusing on that. I kept looking at myself every time I'm, you know, have a shower, every time I get dressed in the morning, I'm looking, I'm assessing. Um, and that helps keep me focused on the, on the big goal and what's really important to me at the end of the year. Um, so that means every day, focus, 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 focus. Uh, now what I do, everyone's not going to want to do. I get that. But there's um, there's a, perhaps a, a big difference from what you're doing now to what you could be doing, which is nowhere near what I'm doing, which is still going to make you better. Um, I think the, the effort for me in maintaining what I did before, super, super easy. It's just, just a lifestyle. And what I'm doing now is really just a lifestyle too. Um, it, requires a, it requires a bit more effort and a bit more planning because I'm eating more protein from... Uh, whole food sources now um, just so that I can see well, what's the impact on my body and um, yeah I guess look I'm just as human as anyone else and there are some days where I just don't feel like uh, I, I'm up to that now that is a big part of that is because I'm tired I'm just tired I feel like I need to have a bit of a sleep um, I need to just take things a little bit easy have some time off perhaps and just uh, recharge. So uh, I think it's a, probably an accumulation of those things. And now I just feel like, um, you know, I need to be a little refreshed and uh, just come back and be super fighting and ready. Actually, it's funny today. I was, I don't know why this thought came into my mind, but I was thinking about uh, Bali and the, the last time I was in Bali, I've only been there once, but. Um, and how relaxed it was and how beautiful and peaceful it was and that's when I finished the last like six chapters of the, the book and I remember being in Bali and saying you know what next time I want to get away and just create something huge like a book this is the perfect place the perfect resort everything I mean the gym there was amazing um, the, uh, the food was great it was in a beautiful location it was just I it was it was paradise it truly was and so um, I will definitely go back there I'd love to take the kids back there at some point but I, I also think it's a great place to go uh, for the serenity for yourself um, I, I came back so recharged rejuvenated and um, 
you know, feeling like I'd accomplished so much when I was over there. It was just truly amazing. Uh, so, yeah, the next big thing that I have to do, uh, apart from um, these were the next few things in the uh, getting ready for my book, getting uh, getting the website up and running, and and uh, so forth. The next thing is to get the online program up and running, my, which is the extension of the book. So people buy the book, read the book, then they want to get an online program. Um, then I can, you know, just refer them to uh, that program. Uh, so that's the next, the next step to finalise. It's it's I've been on the back burner now for quite a number of months while I've been working on these other sides of the of the business. Uh, so. Um, that's what's next. So that's now that's really is an exciting prospect, but it also requires a lot more focus and energy yet for me to get to that stage. Uh, but I'm excited about that. I am excited about it. I just think you know I'm I'm just tired right now. Like physically I'm uh, and mentally I am I am drained. So that's why you haven't seen much on a so you haven't seen anything actually on social media today at all. I haven't posted anything. Um, I'm gonna post something later, but um, I've just felt that I, I just needed to need the break from it. Just need to relax, unwind, spend time with my family, and um, yeah, just get some distance between me and it because it all starts up again tomorrow in a big way. So, um, you know, I, I need a break too from time to time. And uh, to be honest, it would be good to get away right now. <laughs> It would be good to actually to go down to Phillip Island where I went last time to finish up the program and uh, you know go down there for a few days actually just get away from everything and uh, just finish this but of course it's not possible to to go and stay anywhere because we have to stay isolated so got to keep pushing pushing on so yeah that's where I'm at today I hope you've had a great day wherever you are and got some relaxing time in and uh, yeah, I will talk to you tomorrow. And hopefully I'm feeling a little bit more energised. Um, a little bit more energised tomorrow. Just see, as I'm just about to stop recording here, just got a message from um, from Kerry. Um, that's the Kerry podcast. All right, so I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day wherever you are. Great night. Look after yourself. Stay safe. Stay healthy. See you soon.